scaling a business, keeping track of your inexperience, defeating the competition, and honeybees. We've got a huge show for you today, so let's get right into it. Hit it, James. Brad Johnson Show. Brad Johnson Show. I'm Brad Johnson, and I'm turning losers like you into winners like me. The Brad Johnson Show, with your host, Brad Johnson. Get ready to start winning. And now your host, Brad Johnson. Hey, I'm your host, Brad Johnson. This is the Brad Johnson Show, and I'm here today with the assistant to the host, James Kirkland. Welcome. That is me. I'm James Kirkland. To the Brad Johnson Show, where we turn losers like you into winners like me by answering the questions that you have with my answers that are uh, really good. All right, man, James, um, how was your week? My week was fantastic. Um, it's it's really hot outside, so it's good to just you know sit indoors with a nice cold kombucha. Oh, yeah, that's kind and, of boring. Just work um, on my so laptop. I had a bunch of guests over, and uh, it was just doing some entertaining. I'm you know pretty good at that. Got the I, I I don't know. I find like you know just over some some meat and cheese trays that are very expensive and high dollar that people really open up to you. You you ever found that? Definitely, that's the best way to get information out of people. Well, and just to network and really, you know, you know, close the friendships and make them make them concrete so that you can get the kind of business favors that you need at other times. Anyway, you, you run into all types when you do sort of networking activities like that. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are pretty nice, but not all of them are. I <laughs> I had this person. So I, I was just I was getting stuff ready in my kitchen and just kind of uh-huh. walking around. And uh, it was oh, wait, uh, which the, which kitchen? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The the one on the third floor patio. So. Oh, right. The, right. Yeah. We were up there and uh, the one of the people that was at the event, she was just like, oh, oh this kitchen is too small. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, girl, <laughs> this kitchen is bigger than your future. Like <laughs> this is <laughs> you, you don't have real. anything to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Oh man, it was just it was a kind of eye opening. Uh, she she left the party shortly thereafter, um, and I don't think she got any networking done. So um, I think that's uh, pretty pretty sad for her. Anyway, on the show, I help you salvage the records that is your life through my tried and true answers that are guaranteed to change your life, maybe even for the better through the answering of your questions. But before we get to those, it's time for a word from our sponsor. All right, James, it's been a while since we've done a burning question episode, and uh, they have just been igniting like crazy. Oh, yeah. We've got so many questions just cascading in uh, to the inbox. We've got a lot to get through today. So much fire all over the place. But you know what I always say about fire, James? What I I always say about fire? Uh, Oh, fire. That it's uh, fire is only as hot as the fuel that you put into it. Exactly. And the emails burn very well. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, so let's just jump right into these because, oh man, I can just feel the answers swelling up inside of me. Yes. All right. Well, our first question is about your company. So how did you scale BJS Enterprises so quickly? Oh man, that is something that I could write a book about. And actually, I uh, surprisingly have actually written a book about that. It's called BJS Enterprise, Scaling from Zero to Billions Without Hardly Trying. And uh, it's a really, really good book. Anyway, uh, but yeah, how did I do that? I would say go get the book for the whole story. 
But um, I would also say that the, the biggest thing to focus on as you're scaling is what kind of scale are you looking for? Like there's 10 to one, there's 100 right. to one. You know, are you going to stop there? Are you a three digiter? Right. <laughs> That's what I ask people. <laughs> like, what kind of digiter are you? And they're yeah. like, I don't even know what that is. I'm like, well, that says a lot right there. You better find out. Are you a bathroom scale? That's another question to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find many people are, and it's um, really disappointing. Uh, they just let so, people walk all over them. Yeah, exactly. And there's no way to live life. That is no way to live life because there's so much more, and you got to get it by actually scaling. And, uh, you know, it's not about the speed, uh, even though it is, because if you do it slow, it's kind of lame. But it's yeah. not so much about the speed as it is about the size. So you want to scale fast, but you want to scale big because if you scale small in a quick manner, what's the point? Exactly. Well, and another way to think about it is, is like you're, you're scaling entrepreneurship mountain and you have to take it at the pace that the, the, the mountain allows you to, you can't, can't rush the process. Well, except you can. I mean, I, I, I climb mountains all the time, actually. It's uh, one of my big hobbies. And I find that, uh, they are always, you know, I can, I don't know. I feel like I kind of boss mountains around a lot of the time. So, uh, yeah, it's all, it's all about your personality and, uh, really just being able to take a bull by the horns and, uh, you know, just do what you do with it when you have it, uh, there by the horns. Makes sense. Okay. Next, uh, next question. You mentioned that everyone should publicly keep a record of their journey, but isn't showing everyone that you are inexperienced hurtful when looking for paying clients. <laughs> oh, man, I think this person might have read my mind. <laughs> that is so good. Okay, so uh, we have, there's so much into this question right here. Uh, keep a record of your journey. Okay, so why did I, why would I say something like that? Because people need to know what success looks like. And that's why I've, you know, kind of documented my progress through this podcast. You've seen me, you know, grow. And it, it may not have seemed like I it was possible for me to grow just from the amazingness of where I started. But I did. I still managed to do it. So I've, I've documented that. And people have been like, whoa, he's like still growing, even though I thought he couldn't. And uh, so that has been an inspiration to a lot of people. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of what I do. So exactly. uh, that that's the kind of journey that I'm talking about because there's many different types of journeys. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, long ones, there's short ones, there's epic ones, um, there's homeward bound ones. Uh, of a lifetime. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, even, even uh, you know, bands that are, uh, and, you know, all sorts of different stuff. So, the one that's uh, saying just don't stop believing. Exactly. Um, so all kinds of different journeys. Well, the ones you want to document are the ones that are the winning journeys. Um, because yeah, your inexperience is going to be hurtful. If you're, <laughs> if you're going to clients and they're like, okay, let me, let me check you out online. And they check you out online. It's like, whoa, yeah. you failed a lot. <laughs> well, and <laughs> the thing is, I think this, the question says a lot about this person. The fact that they're, they're equating inexperience with uh, the start of their journey that if you if you're inexperienced starting out you're you're starting out wrong like you need to start out on the right foot and not be inexperienced and you won't have this problem yeah but i'd say definitely you know first before you actually do that um you want to check to see which which dominant foot you have like if you're not right foot dominant you don't want to start on the right foot exactly 
because you, I mean, you could just trip and, and fall and what, yeah, that would, that would be super lame. So don't do that. But uh, yeah, so figure out which foot is dominant and then go ahead and uh, begin. So yes, there you go. All right. You want your clients to look at you and be like, wow, not like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's two extremes right there. <laughs> Next question. Right. How would you market a company that makes custom independent Instagram videos for businesses? Hmm. I like this How case study. I... Yeah, no, I, I love this. And, uh, you know, it kind of kind of cracks me up. I see people kind of trying to sneak in a little little question here and there and be like, uh, try and get some free coaching. And I say, you know, I do. I offer business coaching. That is one of the things that I am very good at and do on a, on a retainer basis. So, you know, hit me up for that. But I will. I'll, I'll give you a little tidbit because I'm a nice guy. So uh, how would you market a company that makes custom independent Instagram videos for businesses? Oh man, this is this is just right on my alley. Uh, you know how I've been talking about Instagram lately, James. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you're literally just dominating the Instagram game at this point. I mean, mm. <laughs> look out, Demi Lovato. <laughs> whoever she is yeah so um definitely uh know how to do instagram uh and i think it's it's just it's ripe for disruption at this point in time because you know uh the algorithm stuff is a thing and they're also you know just uh trying to you know differentiate themselves in the in the crowded space of the internet so there's a whole bunch of things there yeah, definitely. Well, and I think a big part of, of marketing that kind of business is is just making samples. So make lots of samples um, that use great stock of, of video clips of expensive you know, cars and resorts and yachts, that type of thing. That's a really good way to make people uh, believe that you're actually doing work for, for high quality clients. Yeah. And it's, it's worked for, it's worked for Costco they do, they, they got their sample game on the A level. So yeah, look at Costco. Oh, yeah. If you want to be, if you want to be there, then uh, yeah, make it happen. So, all right. Next question. How would you deal with a co-founder who is lame and doesn't want to take chances? Oh man. Ditch them. <laughs> oh man. Can I be more direct? I mean, seriously. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Just, I mean, that that is a waste of time waiting to happen. It's honestly, I would call them a co-flounder <laughs> instead of in, get it. It's a well, it's a, it's a fish. fish. Yes. So yeah, but you know, fish are high in, in omega three and stuff like that. So I'm I'm not sure why that is a a derogatory term. Um, I think fish. But from a business standpoint, a fish typically isn't a beneficial. Well, you know, but there are big fish in the pool. In a, in a small, if you have a big fish in a small pool, I mean, you're 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 for a uh, trouble. Like they're they're going to beat you. So that's yeah. that's another way to look at it, I suppose. Uh, let's just leave the metaphors to me. Okay. All right. So um, yeah, I said just get rid of them. Boom. There answered. Next question: How do you deal with competition and the haters out there? Oh man, how do I deal with them? You know, I I deal with them the same way that I. I deal with a lot of things in life. I just ignore it. And, uh, you know, that has worked in so many areas. Um, didn't work as well with the taxes, tax area. Um, that not, not, uh, did, yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, as far as haters and stuff, like you just, you just got to ignore them. But then when you do pay attention, decimate them, like <laughs> with your yeah. words. Yeah. Social media slapdowns. Uh, we mm -hmm. talk about that quite a bit. That's a great approach. Um, just yep. really, really, um, 
talking down to the person, making sure they understand that they're inferior. Those are great ways. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Make it happen, people. Because, uh, you know, if you if you let them off the hook, they're going to do it again. And they're going to do it again. And where does that leave you? Except in Loserville. That is not where you want to be. Exactly. All right. I think we got time for one more question. Let's uh, knock this out of the park. Yeah. So this this was a uh, an email we got, a little lengthier one, but I think it's I think it's important. Hmm. Um, this is it says hello. I work with a bank in West Africa. I have a business transaction for you. In my department, we discovered an abandoned sum of eight point five million U.S. dollars in Whoa. an account that Who belongs to that one much of money? our. Yeah. In an account that belongs to one of our foreign customer who died along with his entire family in car bomb in Iraq. Since Whoa. his supposed next of kin died alongside with him at the bomb blast, there was nobody to claim the leftover balance in the account. It is therefore upon this discovery that I and other officials in my department decided to seek your assistance and present you the bank as his next of kin. If you accept, Whoa. I would give you the guidelines of how we achieve this transfer of the balance. $8.5 million to your account, and we will share the money 50-50. I expect that you will give me your telephone number and fax numbers for easy communication with you and for more details. Kindly reply to me with this, my alternative email address, mrabu887 at gmail.com. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is that is a lot to take in right yeah, there. I mean, car bombs and $8 million, and my goodness. Man, there's so much that happens in this world that we don't even hear about. Did you? I, I didn't see that in the news at all. No, I, I knew I didn't know any, anything about a car bomb. No, oh, that is crazy, man. Well, um, <laughs> you know, people, I think this is a good example. Uh, if I go in on this guy and get, you know, me, myself a cool four and a quarter million bucks, like uh, that's the kind of business deal that happens with the Brad Johnson show. So you just got to be, you got to be pushing, you got to be uh, going for it. So uh, James, let's, let's get on this. Let's make this happen. Yeah. We actually already sent the email, so um, we should have Sweet. the money transferred pretty soon. Awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. That's how we do it. We just, we just take care of things, take care of business and, and make it happen. All right. Oh, good. Uh, you know, okay. Questions for, for this week um, compared to, yeah, you know, how they usually are. So uh, it's time now for the wellness well. This is the part of the show where uh, we just come down to the well and uh, and get well because there's wellness in that well that we are going to draw out and dump all over your head and your body. So come with me to the wellness well. Dip your mind bucket in and be healthy. This is where I'm talking with Sky, my good partner and uh, uh, healthy crime, the guy who knows how to be healthy and uh, knows even more than that. He knows insects, which can help you actually be healthy. Uh, Sky, how are you doing today, my friend? Brad, I'm doing so well. Uh, it's just so privileged to be able to to have people draw a deep breath and draw a large bucket full of healthiness from the well. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Man, uh, this is uh, today we're covering a, a topic that is near and dear to my heart because you know I'm 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 a sweet guy <laughs> and I like uh, sweet things. So and but I you know can't do the sugar. I mean we we all know that it's it's gonna kill you. Exactly. Yep. It already has. Yep. Yeah, so many people are dead on the inside and they don't even know it. And it's all the fall of sugar. So that's why we turn to more natural alternatives. But uh, you're you're letting us know that the nat the most natural alternative of honey is uh, is being is under threat right now. 
It really is, Brad. It's it's a pretty it's a pretty sad situation we're facing right now. Um, yeah, the the bees are dying, uh, people are dying, the world is dying underneath of us, and it's just really tragic. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's get into this here today because this this is just something that you brought to my attention. I was like, I got to bring this to the attention of of the world and uh, via my podcast because the world listens here to this podcast and they need to hear this information so that they can not. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's just get into this so that people know what we're talking about. Yeah, so we're talking about honey and how it's uh, created and harvested. So we're talking about a method called the flow hive, and it's it's a very unhealthy method. It's being used for the majority of the honey that's being consumed, and. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about some reasons why this is this is a big problem. Um, the first one is that uh, they use a plastic comb to collect oh. the honey, oh. and if you think about that, that is just that's so disgusting. I mean, oh. you might have some leftover hair on the comb. Mm. Um, like, who wants ha- hair in their honey? Like, that's yeah. that is disgusting. So, oh. like, you don't eat hair. That's that's not good for you at all. So that's that's one of the first reasons that this is so problematic. Mm, I get it. Totally get it. Okay, cool. So that's number one, uh, why you don't want to be having this. So let's look at number two. So Brad, the, the other reason that uh, this this flow hive uh, technique is so harmful is that it, it creates no uh, communion between the bees and beings of the earth. Mm. Um, and that's mm. That's how we create the best honey is when there's excellent uh, communion between uh, bees and humans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 you can taste the difference. Like most people are like, okay, it's not that big a deal. And it's like, yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. And, and see, the problem is that the flow hive automatically collects all of the honey. Uh, so uh, the person that's that's uh, taking care of the bees doesn't have to do any of the work. And it just makes people lazy. And it doesn't give them an opportunity to talk to the bees because that's really what makes uh, the very best honey is whenever the beekeeper talks to the bees and describes what he wants the, the honey to taste like. Um, yeah. it, it's a very complicated process. It's kind of a ceremony, actually. Um, and that's mm-hmm. why they have the smoke uh, that they take out with them um, when they go to harvest it. It's actually incense because it's kind of a ceremony uh, to, to, mm. to minister a commune with the bees. That makes so much sense. Get it. Awesome. Okay, cool. So those, for those reasons right there, man, I, I think it's pretty obvious why you need to avoid something like this, like the plague, because it will give you the plague, uh, yeah, potentially. Exactly. And it, the problem is it just uses, it's not expensive enough is another problem. Um, mm. they, they're not using uh, high quality materials uh, to take care of the bees. You know, each bee should be taken care of individually instead of mm. uh, as a mass because each one has feelings, you know, and yeah. um, that should, really should be taken into consideration. Otherwise, the honey is just going to continue to decline in quality. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people, if the bees die, we die. And, uh, that's what I always say. So, oh man, uh, Sky, thanks so much for bringing this to the attention of the people, uh, because we need it. We need it. We need this information. We need to know. And, uh, and like you said, um, you, you have a list of all the manufacturers on your website that actually use this bad process. So there is kind of the, the no, no list. So, uh, yeah, get that people make sure that you understand where your honey's coming from so that you can get the the honey that's not going to kill you. Exactly. Yeah. And and the honey that doesn't have any hair in it. That's what you're looking for. So exactly. Yeah, there we have just, it. 
sticky honey. That's disgusting. All right. Thanks, guy. We'll talk to you next time. All right, James. Did, did you have any idea about that? That is that is just horrible. No, I had no clue. That's it's scary. Honestly, it's it's just yeah. terrifying. Yeah, so much nastiness in our food that we don't even know about because people just don't seem to care until they're putting something in their mouth and they're like, wait a second, this has hair in it. And that's that's just horrible. Okay, all right. Well, thanks guys so much for sending your questions. Um, you know, maybe maybe step it up a bit next time. Make sure they're uh, the, high, the high quality that this kind of a show demands. Um, so make that happen. It's on all the social mediums. Get in touch with me or bradjohnsonshow at gmail.com. And it's at bradjohnsonshow all over the place, all over the internet webs of the internet thanks so much for listening today guys send in your questions and maybe you'll hear your question on this the brad johnson show thanks for listening ciao thanks for listening to the brad johnson show where every episode we bring you tips tricks interviews advice and answers to fix the mess that is your life while helping you stop being a loser and start winning in business health and your personal life show us your face tweet us your tweets and insta your grams at brad johnson show the brad johnson show Winners only. If there's one thing that I know, it's business. But I know many things. And I also know that you don't need to worry, because you aren't the only one. You aren't the only business that needs help. You aren't the only person that has a hard time finding the right help at the right price. This is where Business Bloodline becomes your bloodline to temporary and permanent staffing. Business Bloodline specializes in hiring internet workers to creatively solve problems for your business. Business Bloodline does all the vetting and only delivers candidates that make sense for your needs and at a cost that you can afford. But 60 seconds isn't enough for me to tell you why hiring through Business Bloodline is safer, cheaper, and less time consuming. I would rather show you. To get more information or business consultation, visit businessbloodline.com. If the job can be done on the computer, Business Bloodline can find a match. Visit businessbloodline.com and be sure to tell them that you heard about them on The Brad Johnson Show to get 10% off your first hire. Businessbloodline.com. And remember to tell them Brad sent you.